From the Mitchell Center to Coleman Coliseum, the Bartow and Trojan Arenas. From Veterans Memorial Stadium to Legion Field to Hancock-Whitney Stadium. With a combined 75 years of experience in the sports radio world, these guys have spent their professional lives roaming the stadiums and arenas that host your favorite teams. And now, they invite you to join them inside the press box. Get ready for Chris Stewart. Throws it out. Norris left alone. Corner three, five. Smoking hot. J.D. Byers. Three-step drop. Steps up. Looks. Swatted down. Set. Down he goes. Mike Grace. Curveball right back up the middle. They'll wave out and around third base. Slides into the dogs and won it. And the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. <laughs> They're all here. Inside. The Press Box. Welcome to the Press Box Podcast. For my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace. What you're about to hear is just a slice of our Press Box radio show. Heard on great stations across Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. The show is our way of sharing with you the access we enjoy to a group of friends and colleagues who, like us, have the honor of working with and around the teams and the sports we all love. Today, we are privileged to have the SEC Coach of the Year for Southeastern Conference Men's Basketball. That's Nate Oates of Alabama. Join us inside the Press Box Podcast. He's actually in Indianapolis prepping for the Tide's opening round game in their NCAA tournament here in 2021. And our Chris Stewart had a chance to talk with him. The first question for Coach Oates was, again, it is March Madness, but thanks to this pandemic, it is very, very different, is it not? No, it is different. I think uh, I think it's been good. You know, that we, we have to do what we have to do to have this tournament, you know, with everything going on. So I think the NCAA has put some good parameters in to make sure that, you know, teams aren't – having to be removed. So, you know, and there, there hasn't been very many positive te- and we, positive tests uh, from what I've read. I mean, we haven't had any in our program for a while, but you know, I, we, we don't have many much interaction with too many people. Uh, we've got our 34 people that are allowed in our bubble. And, you know, I think the only interactions we have are with other people in the bubble. So I, I think it's a decent setup. Now it has been weird. I mean, we've been here since Sunday night, I've been uh, get to enjoy the outdoors for about an hour and a half or two one day, which you know I it's and some of our players really like getting outside. You know, Alex Reese, he stayed out the whole two hours. They uh, gave us our time slot over there in Victory Field, so you know it's been a little different that way. But I think guys are definitely ready to play. You know, we're playing on the last day. Anybody would play their first game on Saturday, but I think guys are anxious, ready to go. We've had enough practice here. You know, we've got one more practice today, but guys are ready to play. In other times, venues, you may get to dictate your practice time. Are you able to do that at all? Or because there's so many teams in one town and because of the safety concerns that that it has to be fit within the NCAA schedule? Or do you still get to call the shots on that? Uh, We kind of go with what they tell us. and, And it's been fine. I mean, been practicing uh typically we practice in the morning back in alabama here we've been practicing early afternoon 
So, you know, it's, it's not too bad. We, we, we're going to play at four o'clock. So practicing early afternoons, good, you know, and we'll, um, and then we, we have been able to get uh, some shooting time on the court in the evening. Cause our guys used to be able to get into a gym in the evening. So we, we, you know, we shot last night here yesterday, we were able to practice in Henkel. So, you know, that was good. You know, some of the shooters are, pretty particular about wanting to get shots up in the uh, actual arena that they're going to play in. And, and Hinkle's not, I mean, it's, I think it's a good shooting gym. It's not a big, huge cavernous, you know, place like, like you see at a lot of NCAA tournaments. It's a smaller gym that's, uh, I thought our guys shot well in it. So hopefully that continues Saturday. You didn't take the tape measure in yesterday, did you? <laughs> No, but Coach Hodgson says you know put Pino on his shoulders to measure it, but we we uh, <laughs> we didn't we didn't measure anything yesterday. <laughs> Pino's one of the uh, one of the staff members who's who's uh, blessed with the same height that I have, so that's what that's the reference that Coach is making right there. JD, what have you got for it? Hey, Coach JD Dynamobile. My question is uh, a little bit about the bubble. We'll, we'll get into the matchup and get a scout of Iona here in just a second, if you don't mind, but. I'm inquisitive about the bubble. I was told that when you get there, the test, and then you're quarantined, you talked about getting outside for an hour or two. When they, when they bring they bring meals for at least a, a little while to the room, if I'm not mistaken, kind of describe that. I think folks are interested. Tell me at least the meal they bring to your room is decent. You know what? It has been uh, recently here. The first, first couple were uh, a little suspect, but they – that first, so the uh, the first that we got in Sunday night, took our first COVID test, got up Monday morning, took another one like 12 hours later or whatever it was. So we had, and, and until you get the results of those two back, you couldn't, everybody was isolated to their own individual room. So we, uh, we had breakfast, we had uh, lunch delivered, they just set a sack outside your door and then we had dinner that night. We didn't get clean. That dinner was good. They had, they had steak for dinner. The dinner was good. The uh, lunch was a little suspect, but the, the meals have gotten better. And we've, uh, our guys are good. A man, our nutritionist is, is not one of, you know, it was hard making the decision which 34 people were going to be inside your bubble, you know, some pretty integral part of our group. You know, we're not able to be inside that 34. You know, you had to have certain ones. And, so Amanda's been working really hard from outside the bubble, ordering food in, snacks, and this and that, and she's done a great job. But it's 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 good. Our guys aren't going hungry, that's for sure. I just Googled while you were talking, Coach. Maybe this is a better recommendation for Chris since he's in Indy. Evidently, Indianapolis is known for their persimmon pudding. I think I'd pass on that. But <laughs> I've never even can... heard of it. Where where did you get that? Where <laughs> me either. I Googled it. It said something about pork tenderloin sandwich and persimmon pudding is the thing in India. I've, I've never heard no. of it either. Uh, Coach, if you could give us a quick scout of Rick Pitino's Iona team, or, are, are they as fast-paced as you, and where do you see the matchups? They're not as fast-paced as we are. I, um, I mean, shoot, they're well-coached. They're, they're not slow. You know, some teams we play, play slow. They'll definitely push it uh, opportunistically, but not, not at the same rate we will. You know, they've got two 50-year senior guards, Kid Asante Gist that's right there from Jersey, New York City area. It's their point guard. 
you know, and he's good. He's a tough kid. He's going to, you know, we got to do a good job with him. They, they also have, you know, a two guard who's kind of their leading scorer's kid, Isaiah Ross. So he, he averaged almost 20 points uh, in their conference game. So he's a lefty kid. He's, yeah, he, he's, those two guys kind of make him go. Now they've got a freshman big that's, I mean, he's got high major size, he's got high major potential. He's good. You know, and he's getting better and better. You know, they haven't played nearly as many games as we have. They were shut down COVID for well over a month. So they they, they don't have the experience. But, you know, like I told our guys, it just means they've, they've got a lot of room to grow and they're growing quickly here at the end of the season. So don't look at their record. You know, we got to look at how they're playing now. They just ran through their conference tournament. And they played well. So that they're playing well. They, 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 they're starting three mans, a junior college kid that uh, played on the same junior college team as Keon Ellis did. So we got a little familiar there, familiarity there. I uh, I watched him play when we were recruiting Keon. So they, they've got some talented kids that we've got to uh, uh, you know, do a great job guarding. And then, you know, obviously they got a really good coach that's going to have them well prepared and ready to play. I know these guys don't have a lot of NCAA experience. I'm talking about your guys. But your veterans are the ones who do. Does Is that something at all that that helps in a situation like this, Coach, the fact that they've walked out there, they've seen the NCAA logos before? Yeah, I think it, it, it is. You know, these guys, you know, Herb, Teddy, Reese have been uh, – in the NCAA tournament before, they've won a tournament game. I think it helps. I think it just helps that they play a lot of college basketball games in general. You know, and then we've got, you know, Bruner's a grad transfer that's played in big games, and Yale's, you know, been fairly regular in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, I, it does help, but I think, you know, the more important thing is our guys have played a lot of games. That, you know, and at the end of the day, I mean, they're, uh, we don't want to put – any more added pressure to this game than what is already there. Like they, they just, they got to go out and play. I mean, you think about some of these NCAA tournament games, there's a lot of freshmen that play well, the really talented ones, you know, that, that carried the team and in the past and whatnot. But, you know, I, I think we just have to have talented players that are playing great basketball at the right time. And I think we've got that, you know, I mean, Herb was player of the year in the conference. He's looked great in practice. Petty's, playing really well. I thought Petty's had some of the best practices he's had this week. Really good. Quinterly's been great. So I think we've got guys that are locked in and playing well this week. Yeah. Coach, appreciate you more than you know, man. Good luck tomorrow, and I'll talk to you later on today. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you guys. The SEC Coach of the Year, Alabama's Nate Oates, inside the Press Box Podcast. Catch our daily show weekdays on great stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. You can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at PressBoxRadio1. That's PressBoxRadio and the number one. And, of course, we always would love to hear from you. Email us at PressBoxRadio1 at gmail.com. Again, PressBoxRadio, the number one, at gmail.com. For Chris Stewart, for J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Gray saying thanks for joining us here on the PressBox Podcast.